Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swinging Along. We hope that you all enjoyed your week. It's been about a week since we uploaded our last podcast. Oh, something like that. It's been a <sighs> adventurous but quiet week. It's been a very adventurous week. Especially with what happened last night, but that's going to be for for next week's podcast since we already pre-planned this one. But uh, we recently had St. Patty's Day that passed, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, so we're we're going to, uh, today we're going to <laughs> chat about a few emails we, we received. Well, let's catch up a little bit. How's your how's your week been? Um, My week's been good. I've been hanging out with you mostly. You've been getting your dick suck a lot, sucked a lot, though. Uh, it's been a lot of dick sucking. Yeah, pretty much. On yeah, camera, on off camera. camera. Yep. You you really enjoy doing that. I do, actually. I actually feel very turned on when I do it. I, I'm not complaining. You know what, though? I've talked to... I've chatted with a lot of my girlfriends before, and let me tell you something. A lot of them don't get as turned on by it, and I'm starting to think that I might be the odd one out. Ladies, do any of you guys get extremely turned on by just having a dick in your mouth? Like, I just think it's very empowering to know that I am the one controlling the pleasure that you're feeling right now by my mouth. I can't complain. <laughs> you really can't even comment on that one either. No, so. I mean, because how can I say, oh my God, that's terrible. That's not terrible. <laughs> it's not. So you've, you've definitely gotten a lot of attention this uh, this weekend. And Chris has been very grateful to lend me his penis for a couple live cam shows. I mean. <laughs> that we did very well. I mean, oh my goodness. We had almost a thousand viewers in our one room. How could anybody say no? I know. But you know what I'll say? There's a lot of pressure for you men because as a, as a female cam person, I still don't know what I'm, I guess I'm called a cam girl, but I wish there was a more professional term. You're, I guess adult entertainer via cam. <laughs> you're a cam girl in the adult entertainment business. Yes. So with that, I can fake anything. I mean, I don't usually fake anything because I mean, you can vouch for me here, honey. How many times am I texting you while I'm on cam that I'm I get extremely aroused by some of you know my clientele? I mean, you walked in the other day and I was with a dom and I was his sub and I was like pinching my nipples extremely hard and saying all these things and you could tell how turned on I was by that. I you do not fake anything. I we had a, we actually had a discussion the other day about women faking it when they come. Um, because someone brought it up to me asking if I know that if, if you, if, can you tell if she's faking it? Cause I think I made you come a couple times uh, the other night. Yes. And I can, I was flat out with her. I was like, no, you can tell it's real. Yeah. And I, I, we've also done where you've, I mean, we're, we're putting all out there on the table. There's been a few nights where maybe, you know, there was alcohol involved or we hadn't had sex in a while because of hectic schedules. And, you know, it was not as long as normal, which our sex life has been for the past couple of months. It's been where we are literally having sex often. And especially since three years ago when we started this whole swinging lifestyle, you know, we always prepare for swinging events or anything by kind of getting you prepared by making sure that you're coming a lot so that you have the endurance. But when we don't have anything coming up, sometimes life gets the best of us and, you know, it it doesn't go as long or it does go as long and maybe something's wrong with me that night. And you asked me, did you come? And what do I tell you? I tell you now. 
No, no, I'm, you, I'm open and you're honest. Absolutely with it. open and honest about it. And at that point, well, we whip out your vibrator, or you go down on me, or I go down on you, and it's amazing. Hey, as long as you get off, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love about it. You're not that selfish. So, um, speaking of nipple um, pinching, very diff- very hard. I'm excited to say that this coming Tuesday, I have an appointment that I am getting my nipples pierced. Yes, and you're incredibly excited about it. I'm I've, so I've literally excited. had to hear about it for the last three days when we decided to do it, <laughs> and she decided I'm going for it. I am so excited. <laughs> we made the appointment, and all I keep hearing is I can't wait for Tuesday. I can't wait for Tuesday. <laughs> Which we were going to do it this weekend, but the piercing place we decided to go with that I actually, I had gotten a couple piercings from before when I was younger. Um, you know, they're they're local, and they get... I mean, they get rave reviews all the time. They're, you know, sanitized and everything, which I would hope most tattoo places are. But I'm just very comfortable with them. Um, and they actually asked if, you know, my piercing could go on their por- portfolio because they, you know, they want to... Not a lot of people give that permission to have their nipples on their website. And they're very popular. No, absolutely. Um, but you're open and honest. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, sure, go ahead, dude. And they're yeah, like, oh, we won't put your face on it. And I'm like, I don't care if you put my face <laughs> She has great tits. I mean, why wouldn't you put them on there anyway? Yes, for most of you guys who are on my Snapchat or or my my watch my cam and and other things, you know that my my tits are my my tits and my eyes are my uh what I love. My ass too. Now that especially since we work out and I'm doing those squats, my ass is getting to become like my third favorite thing. But if anybody's ever had their nipples pierced, let me know. Uh, what what can I expect for that? I I'm a little disappointed though that. I won't be able to have you lick or suck on them for quite some time. Eh, you know, or I can't come on them, you know, for a while. I know. I mean, if we have to do it, you're going to have to go up high. We yeah. won't be able to, like, I'm do low. Just, I'm just going to aim for your mouth. So. Maybe I can put band-aids on no, it. No, I'm just going for the head. Yeah, that's true. He's yeah. just going to go for my mouth the head my or the ass. Or the ass. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> so that seems I, I mean, to be a listen, fan favorite. <laughs> I, it, it sucks because that's a, a prime spot for us. I spent a lot of time at your nipples. But you know what? It's something you really want. You're looking forward to it. And it's worth having to wait to be able to do all that. We'll have to record the first time that you're able to do it. It'll be, it'll be like, a, it'll like, like a, don't call it a comeback, you know? <laughs> we'll spell come, C-U-M. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. We're, we're, we're winging it on the fly here. All right, guys. Let's get into I I chose, we have actually gotten quite a few emails of, Fellow swingers actually wanting to meet us and meet up. So that was actually a lot of our emails that we've recently recently received were fellow swingers um, that are very discreet. So I'm not really going to get into theirs because once they ask us, you know, hey, we're discreet and whatnot. I mean, not that they've asked us any questions, but we've gotten a lot of emails about swingers that want to meet us for drinks and or dinner and they want to do things with us. But of course, we have to connect with a couple um, so we actually have responded to quite a few couples, um, kind of just get, you know, going back and forth, getting to know them. So we'll let you guys know how that goes. But these two emails really stood out from the other emails that I got. And I really want to address these because I don't want to spend the entire podcast reading emails, but I do want you guys to know that we do respond to every single email we get. So <sighs> if it's not read out loud, we're still responding and answering any of your questions or advice. Absolutely. So, we like talking to people about the lifestyle and if they have any questions about it please email absolutely hit us up on any I form mean, I, of social media we I, give you i get asked on snapchat from some of my followers hey what are you doing today and i'm like oh answer an email <laughs> so i love it well we're gonna start with justin who um he's from philly he says and this is one that uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna take a little bit of the reins on a little bit in the beginning babe only because 
I I recently had a request for something like this. I remember I talked to you about it. So we're we're gonna talk about this. But hey, read away, girl. Um, Justin goes, I have some deep, dark fantasies that I currently keep from my long-term girlfriend. For instance, I really get hard and turned on when I watch porn that involves peeing. I really want to discuss this with my girlfriend, but afraid she will not look at me or afraid she will look at me disgustingly. What should I do? So I recently had a request from someone um, on, on cam who wanted me to go into a private with him and he offered me a decent amount of money to do this and he wanted me to just pay. And I will say I have a lot of fantasies, a lot of turn-ons. Nothing deters me away from anything. I mean, I've done pegging before. I've done other things before, um, which we're still working on the pegging thing because I, I got to get a little more comfortable with that. But We, we got to get your rhythm down on it. <laughs> right. So my whole thing is, is that this was a little bit more uncomfortable, I think, for me because to me that isn't a sexual thing. I mean, I've had guys send me videos where... I think I met the one guy on Snapchat sent me a video of him where I thought he was coming, but I showed it to you and said, this looks weird. This isn't coming. And you're like, babe, it's peeing. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's not a sexual thing to you, but it is to some. Right. And that's where, where we are great because we are completely open minded to different lifestyle choices. Right. And if that's something sexual to him. Absolutely. No, no judgment here. I think my thing was, is. I was very honest with him, and I didn't know exactly how to do what he wanted. Of course, I knew how to pee, but I didn't think I was going to be able to pee on. He wanted it right then and there. I was nervous. Did I pee on my? Do I pee on my floor? And I even asked him that. I would say you were a little caught off guard. I was a little caught off guard, and I didn't want him to pay money for me not to do it right. I mean, I would never want anything like that. So, I guess my whole thing was, I, I, I just then I then I kind of talked to you about it afterwards, and you were like, "Shit, I would have gotten you a towel." Especially for what he wanted to offer. And you would have just went right then and there. Because I did ask the guy. I was like, where would you want me to pee? Do you want me to pee in my bed? Do you want, what, what do you want me to do? You know? And he was like, you could have just stood and did it. You know? So I'm actually grateful for him. Because I asked him some questions. And he was very much, you know, he answered my questions. And I just told him, you know, look, this isn't something that I've ever done before. I'm not comfortable accepting that amount of money for something I've never done before. And I don't know if I'm yet 100% confident I can do it I didn't even have to pee at that moment I literally got stage fright and anybody who knows me knows I don't get stage fright I really don't no we're pretty comfortable in public <laughs> yeah and on, and on cam and on camera so <laughs> um which that's kind of brings back to I, I I kind of admire you guys when you guys are going camera I mean I can I, that's kind of what I was talking about I kind of got off track and I apologize but I I don't fake anything but if I had to there's things out there that a girl can fake. You can't fake being hard. Nope. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a challenge. And at some, time, at, at some points, I become your beck and call. Yes. And you summon me. I which I'm perfectly well. happy with because I know it's something fun. Yes. It's not always the easiest thing to just get it up. <laughs> I agree. So basically, Justin... So here's my advice to you, Justin. When... Chris first came to me and told me that he wanted to be a cuckold. Um, as you can probably recall from my our first episode, I believe it's in, I was a little taken aback. I was a little upset and I didn't understand it. And But Chris did the best thing that he could do. He was upfront and honest with me. He told me what he was into. He told me what you know that entailed. And then he gave me my space. He didn't pressure me. 
you know, the next day. And he also didn't take it off the table and say, oh, no, never mind. He literally let me sit on it. He let me research it. And he gave me the space and the time to think about it. And he waited for me to come to him and say, all right, so remember that conversation we had? Here's what I'm going to tell you. And that's when I told him, hey, when I Googled what a cuckold was and watched videos, I was extremely turned on myself. What, what you should always do is find the right time and setting to bring it up. Um, do not pressure your significant other into doing something that you want if they're not comfortable. Bring it up. Put the idea in their head. And you never know. It may be something they come around and want to do. Now, if it's something that you really need in your life, then maybe you and your significant other need to reevaluate your relationship. Yes. Because nobody should ever be unhappy. <clears throat> Correct. And Justin, I feel that I, I want you to just understand that the thing that is turning you on is something that is considered an extreme fetish. It is. Um, it is just pee. I mean, hell, people pee in a pool. People pee in the ocean, and I'm probably swimming in their fucking pee, all right? I, I pee all the time in the ocean because I'm too lazy <laughs> oh, to walk God, to the I bathroom. don't want to hear that. I'll just do it when I'm away from you. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is I just want you to understand that what you are going to be bringing up to your girlfriend, and we don't even know what your sex life is like. If it's vanilla, if you guys do do some kinky things, I would say if it's very vanilla, you're going to have to approach this in a very delicate way. If you are vanilla... Maybe try some kinky stuff first, you know, before you bring it up to her. And there's nothing wrong with vanilla. That's just the life for some people. And if that's the life for your significant other, that's something you either need to accept and move on from what you want or... You need to reevaluate things. Well, that's I think, Justin, and I I don't know if this is necessarily something you want to hear, but if this is something that you feel that will not complete you and if she doesn't accept this, I mean... Listen, like I said, it's an extreme fantasy, but there are women out there that enjoy it. I mean, hell, I'm if I get a request now again for someone to do that or wants me to do that, I'm going to do it because it doesn't bother me now that I've taken the time to process it. But what I want you to understand that if you're never going to be fully committed to her, give yourself fully sexually to her, you may have to reevaluate if this is the girl for you. Um, but you, again, I mean, we're kind of going off of this email. We don't really know exactly what your sex life is currently. If you guys are into some kinky shit, there's a pretty good chance that she might be into it, but give her some space after you tell her. Absolutely. All you can do is bring it up, let her digest it and go from there. If it's something you truly need to feel fulfilled, because a big reason people cheat is because they don't feel fulfilled with certain needs they have or want. It's not a good reason, but that's that's life. What they should be doing is they should be talking to their significant other. And if it's something you can't come to terms with, then you move on in a productive way, in a mutual agreement. I agree, but I also... I understand what you're saying, but I... And it's, it, people always are shocked when I say this because of how open we are because we fuck other people. I don't condone cheating. No, neither do I. I said that's a big reason people do. Well, yeah. What they should be doing is saying, listen, babe, I, I truly do love you. I just need someone that gives me head. You don't like doing it. 
I don't know if it's going to work. Jesus Christ, he needs to leave her. <laughs> she doesn't like doing I'm that. just using an example. <laughs> I don't think this is going to work long term. I think we should go separate ways. And then you go find someone that will give you head. That's life. People have needs. The problem is, is most men and some women don't know how to go about it the right way. And they just choose stepping out of the relationship unfaithfully. I so agree. bring it up to her. Let her digest it. See if she's down. If she's not down and you're okay with that, live happy. If she's not down and you're not okay with that, then you just have to reevaluate. That's all. You will. And but that's also what a lot of my chatterbait is. My chatterbait offers I mean, I had a gentleman come mm-hmm. into my room who is a dom, but his wife is not into that and he is a regular of mine. Listen, if she's okay with you hopping on like a chatterbait website and getting your kicks off that way, and she doesn't deem it cheating, mm-hmm. go for it. Because you know what? As a guy, I can tell you, when there's something that turns you on, once you come, that turn off tends to go away for a little while. Mm-hmm. So if if that means just hopping on a website and watching someone do it, getting your rocks off, and then feeling fulfilled, and going back about your life, living with your beautiful wife or girlfriend, whoever it may be, and enjoying your life, then so be it. Yeah. Although you and I don't really have vanilla sex anymore, which is not... I can't remember the last hey, time we had we, we have hot vanilla sex, I'll call it. What is that? It, it's because... <laughs> all right, so vanilla sex in my eyes is what? The guy and the girl, they're in bed. He climbs on top, missionary style, and they make love. Now, we make love, but it tends to turn into your legs up in the air... <laughs> The, we have to turn sideways so we don't break the wall. That is not vanilla. <laughs> but that's a form of vanilla, but in our own kinky hot way. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I just picture vanilla very like, oh, yes, baby, the bed's barely moving. Guys on top, yes, it's always missionary. And I mean, vanilla can be romantic, but I mean, it it really is up up to up to you, Justin, in a sense of, look, Exactly what Chris said. You're going to have to take some evaluations. And you know what? I know people say, hey, alcohol doesn't solve anything, everything. I'm telling you right now, two or three shots of tequila. Go up to her. Tell her that's what you're into. Tell, it, Depending on how long you guys have been together, she should know by now that you're not. Just because you're into this type of fetish does not mean that you're weird, that you're an outcast, or anything else fucking like that, okay? You are just into a fetish. That's all that it fucking is. Justin, you're the new normal. You're the new normal, babe. And before we get on to the next email, Mm -hmm. dude, you always swing for a home run. There's no harm in striking out. There isn't. But you have to try or you're going to live with regret. Yes, you have to try, Justin. So before we get to the next email, I would like to say that, as usual, your favorite swinging along couple here has a nice beverage in hand. The wife is uh, drinking a little vodka there, I believe. I might be. My beloved <laughs> vodka. I have myself some Southern Comfort, you know, drink of choice. Drinking like, it's like drinking candy. You know, and, I don't even know why you drink that shit anymore because you say you don't get drunk. <laughs> and I believe we did take a few shots of whiskey earlier. And that was only because we were watching a baseball game, which I, I don't even know if we're, we're not allowed to, I don't think, say their name on here. So all, all I can say is, listen, anybody that likes us, coming soon, podcast where I teach the wife fantasy football. Oh, but right now. Don't so 
promote the other podcast on the sex we, podcast. We, we, we haven't done it yet, but right now, I've gotten her into basketball and March, and no, no, she was always into basketball because she played it in high school. But I got her into the whole March Madness thing, and she okay. she's been hooked at a TV watching these games. You and I are going to talk about you promoting other podcasts <laughs> on this one. <laughs> Go back to your Soko. All right. So our next email comes from Steph from Chicago. Which hey, we made it to Chicago. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Fifteen hundred miles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, how do you handle slut shamers? Oh, this could be fun. <laughs> right up your alley. I really enjoy doing what society deems slutty but safe activities. I feel slut shamed when I gossip with my friends. And I tell them some of the experiences that I've had. And when they tell me their reactions, when they look at me like I am a slut, I sometimes bow my head in shame and wonder if I really shouldn't be doing this. But it really does turn me on. And I understand I am taking safe precautions in order to... I can't understand my own handwriting. I'm sorry. I guess it's in order to... Something. How do you handle her dresses? (laughs) And this is why I let you read the email because I I couldn't even get through two lines. I should have printed it. So I'm sorry, guys. I was kind of just writing it down. Um, We had a massive snowstorm and lost power. We had a tree down. So I was trying to handwrite things. The printer was acting up. Um, So how do you handle or address this? Steph, I am the biggest anti-slut shamer in the entire world. I am pro females that need to empower one another and as long as you are being safe and as long as you know what you are doing then I have no problem with that but what I'm going to say to you is is that there's really no way in handling people that are going to slut shame you because what Chris and I's mission is is to make the abnormal normal we're it is still such the very beginning, okay? If you listen to our last podcast last week, you can you'll see what happened with some of our very close friends when they actually witnessed us bringing a third party in person. Yeah, that's the last podcast we put up, right? Yes, yep. I cannot. I wish that I could be with you while you are telling your friends about your your escapades because let me tell you something. I'm the nicest person in the world. I would like to thank. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, what was the hesitation? Wow. You're, 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 you are. We, I'm getting to that part. You are incredibly sweet and genuine, and you would give your shirt off your back to somebody, but when people piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Italian you're comes like out of me. You're <laughs> like a fucking ruthless. <laughs> I have a problem with people that slut shame, and I would probably tear your friend's heads off, so maybe as yeah. best I'm not you're with like you. You're like an Annie Ergs. The only thing I can tell you, Steph, is to hold your head up high. And if you feel that these girls are judging you, first of all, they they probably aren't good friends. But taking it from someone who has had friends who are having problems accepting our lifestyle, but are decent people and they've always been good to us. That's what I'm bringing up here. Maybe give them time. Give them time or just stop telling them. They don't need to know your business. They don't, but you shouldn't be... If if they're truly deep and close good friends, you should be able to come to them. You should. I mean, look at, if you look at Sex in the City, Samantha always told her girlfriends about everything. And while they might have been shocked, they still accepted her. It's no different than the last email. Mm-hmm. Tell, if you tell them how you are, or if they find out how you are and they don't accept you at first, give them time. Let them digest it. Get a couple shots in them. 
and then sit down and talk with them about it and let them know that this is who you are. Yeah. And you would like them to accept you for you. I mean, if you haven't talked to them about it, I mean, they might not even know what they're doing. They might not even know that they are judging you or giving off those facial reactions when you're talking to them. I would sit them down and tell them, look, guys, you know, I'm being completely safe on this. I'm on birth control. I'm using condoms because, guys, I cannot stress the importance of condom usage when you are very promiscuous. I get this all the time. Guys that want that we're trying to bring in for like playtime with me or, you know, a threesome for male, male, female threesome without, you know, the guy non-guy interaction with you because you're not bi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I get it all the time. Can I cream pie you? No, you may not because (laughs) I am not going to not use a condom with you. And I'm sorry about that. I wish there were no sexual diseases because you know what? If we didn't have AIDS, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and shit like that, I would let everybody fucking come inside my pussy. If you could flip a switch, not get pregnant. Why can't? Well, I'm just... Saying in general. Right. If you could flip a switch, not get pregnant, and not get an STD. Yes. Filling a girl up is incredibly high. I know it is. But Just these guys... dropping everything you have in her is... It's like a domling man turn on. It is. But... But... We can't do that. <laughs> and I would think a guy would want to use a condom with someone, especially like me. Even though I'm safe with every single interaction we've had, we're both safe... Wouldn't you be a little concerned knowing how promiscuous I am? Uh, absolutely. I, I'm sure you don't want your dick to fall. So <laughs> let's just wear a condom and enjoy it. Yes. Listen, if you want to come in her mouth, you want to come in her face, you want to come in her tits after she's all healed, fantastic. Yep, which will be at three to six months. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. You, you, you fuck her, you take the condom off, you go to town. I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no sense if you want to feel my pussy I- for... However long you want to, and Whoop. then you're like, you know what? I'm really close, but I don't want to come in a condom. Then take the condom off, and we'll stick it in my mouth, or you can jerk off on me, or I'll jerk you. Whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you bring a condom. She brings a condom. You can put one back on and do it. Go again. Hell, we got three condoms in our car. We do for have a three reason. condoms in the car. <laughs> but it's this like is, to go condoms. But guys, I really truly want to express this that I understand the infatuation with cream pieing, but you have to understand that that is. Exactly how we got into the situation we are with the epidemics of AIDS, HIV, and things like that is people weren't being safe until we can fully cure things like that or no longer have it. So they're not around. That's not going to happen. There's no cure. I don't need you to have to worry about getting a shot to cure something because of that until it doesn't exist. As promiscuous as I was when I was younger, as often as we had sex, and the three years that we have been. In this swing lifestyle with multiple, multiple partners, I have never, ever once had an STD. Ever once. Because I am careful. And you have never... And we get tested. We get tested every six months because of our promiscuous lifestyle. (laughs) I know this because I pay those fucking copays. (laughs) And our... Our... (laughs) Our doctor has never really questioned it. Oh, I don't know about your doctor, but my gynecologist has always asked me, well, how many sexual partners have you had? And it always goes up. How's that answer work out for you? Does she look at you weird? I think, listen, my number always increases every time I go see her. She could possibly think that I'm just cheating on you. Listen. But she never asks. This is not, and it's not even a female thing. And I will tell you, 
the last female that we podcasted about, I put a condom on. Oh, yeah. It goes both ways. Because she's an amazing woman. And I'm sure she's clean. But it's not worth taking that chance. Plus, you've grown so used to the fact that I can't get pregnant anymore. That... We don't need a love child because <laughs> you're you're we you already have one love child. Oh God, we got enough children, <laughs> and that love child was not was Prius, so it wasn't it wasn't me. It was four it children, was... and who knows how many love childs? Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. No, really, <laughs> just one, just one. Yes, Chris. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but he had a he had a um, a, 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 a little fling. fling before he met me. Yeah. And didn't even know that he had the kid. And the girl messaged him like a year and a half later and told him they had a kid. And she put him up for adoption. And he was like, yeah, I'm sure. And then she sent the picture of the baby. And it was literally a spitting image of you. He looked identical to me. Yeah. So, so we're we're about, uh, what, 11 years into that now? 10? 10 yeah. Years? He's probably going to be knocking I'm, on our door I'm soon. I'm anticipating a door knock at eight, in about eight years. So I remember when he told me that. Uh, you know, I guess I should get my bank count up so I can give him some money, I guess. <laughs> He's with a good family, though. But it's the fact that, you know, we do that also. No, I, actually, to be that. honest with you, on a, on a real serious note, I mean, I know we joke around a lot on this podcast and we have fun. But I actually hope he knocks on my door in eight years because I'd love to meet him. Well, yeah, I'd like to meet him, too. Um, and if he needs anything, we're there, you know. That's and we'll we, talk so. about his mother because yeah. she's going to be another interesting uh, episode of our uh, our podcast because she kind of tried to make her way back into your life when we first started swinging. What can I say? I'm amazing. <laughs> you are. So, but so Steph, that's basically what I have for you is to listen, make that decision. If you, talk to them and explain to them that what they what they are doing and how they're treating you is not making you it doesn't make you feel good. So um No, and it's not fair to you. So just talk to them again. Sit down with them. <laughs> have a have, be be real. Like Come with your most serious face. And I, I say it laughing, but seriously, yeah. come with your most serious face and like, listen, uh, Tom, Bill, whoever you're talking to, this is who I am. I would love for you to accept it because you're uh, one of my dearest friends. Absolutely. So uh, I hope everyone had a good St. Patty's Day. Um, we we had, did. We had a fun one. We went to the Tilted Kilt, yeah, which if our, anybody has a Tilted Kilt next to you it's, or near you, it's... Our favorite half dressed half naked bartender it's basically girls that look like they're in school girl outfits but they're supposed to be scottish outfits they're pretty much in bra short skirts with their ass hanging out and heels and knee-high socks and they're gorgeous women so uh our actually the bartender there has become a very good friend of ours i have her number she calls herself the asian sensation she signed your shirt yes so this year for same normally i go all out for st patty's day wear like a tank top low cut everything i wore necklaces Things in her hair that are green, her socks, maybe her under is probably green. It was a few times, <laughs> but uh, this year I went simple. I just did black leggings, uh, my Uggs, and I did a white low-cut t-shirt um, with a green pen. And I decided to have anybody at the bar that wanted to sign my shirt, sign it. And so we started with the bartenders when we got there. When we got to Tilt to Kill, we got there right when they opened because St. Patty's was obviously on a Saturday. Last year when we went out for St. Patty's Day, the bar was already crowded at 8.30 when they opened, the one bar we went to. This year we were told, get here early. We got there at 11. 
First one's there, so... Technically, we got there at 10.30, and we hung out in the parking lot for a little bit. It's okay. Bit. We were drinking in the parking lot, so... <laughs> so, we walk in at 11. <laughs> it's not as crowded as they made it seem, which was fine for me at the beginning, because I want to get my seat at the mm-hmm. bar, because we are bar people. Yes. We want to be with the bartender, because... We're not we, table people. We like to conversate with the bartender. We like to make friends with the bartender, because they're good people, nine out of ten times. Right. And... Also, it's a lot quicker to get your drink. <laughs> yes. So basically, we, um, uh, what should I call it? We, we got to the bar. We were having fun. We had a few beers. Uh, people start. She signed my shirt. She was the first one, uh, our bartender, and she signed me. Signed right on the boob. Yeah. And no, I will tell you, surprising. most of the signatures were on my front side. Nobody wanted my back. Some people pulled my shirt down to my cooter. Well, we had we had uh, <laughs> we had one specific friend pull the shirt down to your vagina area, <laughs> and uh, we'll get in the her now. Now, actually, yeah, we're so her now. we were at St. Patty's Day, and and uh, a, a very good friend of ours. Um, we're gonna call her Kay. We're gonna call her Kay, and she actually knows about this. She know oh. she's the only friend of ours that knows about our swinging lifestyle that accepts it, but also knows about my camming that I do she, and she other things. She knew about our lifestyle about a year ago. A year ago, Memorial Day, a year ago, March. Well, St. Patty's Day was recently. She found out a lot more in depth and in detail. <laughs> yes. So um, basically, Kay came up to visit uh, us at the bar because she. Unfortunately, Kay has been absent from our life for the probably the past year, maybe eight months to a year, because she found a very controlling boyfriend. Um, that boyfriend was not not very good to her, and she pretty much isolated herself. And we've actually had a few run-ins with him where me and him did not get along because, as you say, when someone pisses me off, I speak my mind, and he did not like that. So, uh, Kay used to be the 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 blast of the party. Kay is beautiful brunette girl um thin big boobs Uh, and nothing about i'm not you know super really nice he's a really nice rack for being as as skinny and yeah she's skinny and i mean listen take it from a curvy girl you know i i can appreciate a skinny girl when she wears her low-cut shirts her boobs look well that's what it is is every time we would go with Kay before she got said boyfriend she would always wear the slutty outfits i mean hell for her birthday she wore stripper outfits oh for my birthday she tried to wear a stripper outfit she did but then she was like i think i'd be disrespectful and i was like no i wouldn't (laughs) but this is before we came out to our friends she's an amazing time loves the attention in a good way like we do yes and it's just a Fun chick to hang out with. She is. And but and a lot of my other friends, I'd have to defend her to them because like she wore skirts to a bar and she would yeah. be dancing Pe- and flipping up her skirt and girls, of course, friends of mine would kind of be like, oh my God, look at how she's acting. And I would get in a fight with people for her. Pe- a lot of, not a lot, but I would say a good portion of the women have that jealous tendency <laughs> Yes. Because of the way she's acting. Especially if these are women that have boyfriends and they might be a little jealous that maybe the boyfriend is watching. Yes. And, and that was the problem. That's not her thing. She just I, likes to have a good time. And I will say, we love her to death. Likes to be somewhat the center of attention, which is fine. I don't mind. I mean, there were a few times that people came up to us and they would sit there and they'd be like, or they would come to me and I'd be like, oh, Christina was grinding on your man, and, and, oh, you mean Kay. damn it, I mean Kay, damn it, I'm going to have to cut that part out, okay, Kay was grinding on your, on your man, and I would be like, so, but this was obviously also 
before I, you know, went ahead and, uh, you know, was ex- told my friends about us. So Kay came back into our life recently because she had a massive breakup because she finally realized that this dude was not for her and no, finally I, became the K that we all and, knew to love. <laughs> and as he took care of her in some ways, he, he did. He held her back in other ways. She never felt like she could go out. Ever. And that's not her. Her personality is going out, having a good time, an appropriate time when can when one can be afforded. Right. I mean, we go out a lot, but we're we work hard yeah. and we're and we also work it around our schedule. Obviously you all know that we have kids, so we work it around that. And so anyway, Kay asked what we were doing for St. Patty's Day and she really wanted to go out for St. Patty's Day and she wanted to do day drinking because she had to go she had to be up at five AM for work on Sunday. So she said, Listen, day drinking is perfect. Well, how'd that be- day drinking oh, work? Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> She, so she, she wanted to meet up with us. So, so we went to the bar. Yep. We were there about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're getting a text that she was in the parking lot. Right. So she walks in, we call her over. She comes and sits, we saved her a seat at the bar. We did. She comes and sits at the bar with us. And what, what I personally love about Kay is the first thing she orders is a nice hard liquor drink. Yes, Kay does not do wine or beer or anything. She does and Jack and Coke. Her next comment was, what shots are we doing? Yes, and she bought a round of shots and we were all drinking and it was all fun and games. So the history behind Kay, wow, that's something you never hear in this neighborhood. Wow, that's, that is that's, right there. Right there, apparently something's happening. Right, oh, nope, right. Nope, there way. it goes. Okay. <laughs> you never hear that in this town. Nah, I think that might be like the second time I've heard it since we've been here. Yeah. So the story behind Kay is where she, why she holds a special place in our heart is about a year and a half ago on Memorial Day. Yes, Kay came over. To our house. We had a Memorial Day party with massive ex- party. I'd say we had sixty people there. Yeah. Um, and it was an all-nighter for the most part. The drinks were flowing. I was grilling. God, we, we invited people over at one because, mind you, we were the idiots that threw a Memorial Day party on Memorial Day. So, everyone had worked the next day. Because, oh my gosh, Uh-oh. I think someone's dying. Oh my God, there's a second one. It is. Right, it is. Yeah, I see it. What's that? that oh, oh, man. Uh, sorry, right, guys. So apparently, <laughs> something big's going down in our town. We're gonna put on the news later. So basically, we ha- um, we threw it on a Monday when we should have threw it on a Sunday because everyone had off on Monday, but they work on Tuesday. Yes. But throw so, it on a Sunday so people can party late. Right, but we threw it on a Monday because we had a, a one p.m. start time. Well, Kay came over, and this was probably our our one party where we didn't have one swinger friend over. It was literally friends, family yeah, on both sides. It was, it was friends and family. Yeah, friends and family. Not one swinger, swinger couple came over, or even like a third party person for us. So we're we, you know, it goes tip, into the nighttime. Typical. We got a bonfire going. Yep. We got the grill going, and the drinks are flowing. Oh, God, and so many drinks. Having a great time. <laughs> We've obviously, this is about a year and a half ago, so we've yeah. obviously already have done swinger, open relationship type things. Right. So, we're having a great time. Everyone starts to head home. They got work the next day. Yes. Kids have school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the left people were me, you, Kay, and my brother. 
Yes. And because, mind you, people have been drinking at our house for probably eight hours at this point. Yes. I they mean, all eight hours at home. That we had cars. Home. And we had cars in our driveway till the next day. Or they walked home. Or they walked home. <laughs> well, you and um one of our friends actually left yes, because he we, was de- he was sober and he drove one of my yeah. girlfriends home because she couldn't drive. Yes, our one friend works overnight. He brought his wife. He told his wife, "Go ahead, because I'm I good love, friends with the I, wife. I love you. Get fucked up." Yeah. I have to work tonight. I'm not drinking. Let me tell you guys something. When Karen pours shots, you are going to get fucked up. Is that not the truth? Absolutely. So <laughs> he was a good... For anyone that couldn't Uber or Lyft, because let's be honest, some it, it requires a bank account. It requires a credit card. Not everybody has that. Some people have cash. Yeah. So he was kind enough to drive some people home. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you also... Out of our group of friends, we're one of the few ones that don't have a DUI. So a lot of our friends are a lot more par- – I'm saying our close friends, non-swinger friends, I think. Uh, it's – we're basically – a lot of our friends are now obviously paranoid because, you know, you get your first DUI, you lose your license, but you get a slap on the wrist. You know, it gets more severe each time, and they're they're paranoid about that stuff. So you you went with him to drive her home. And things like that. So now everyone leaves because like, oh, I got work or I got school. I have work the next day and I'm still going. And it's your brother, Kay, you and me. Yes. And we are jamming out. We, we're we having a great time. We got the music going. Yes. We got a, the fire going. And we're ordering food. <laughs> yes, we ordered food because we didn't want barbecue food anymore. And I didn't, nobody wanted to heat anything up, so we ordered Domino's. So like. we're, we're ordering food. The food comes. Everybody eats. We're having a great time. Well, at that point, my brother, you know, he's got to head home because he has work the next day. And it's probably about 10 o'clock. Well, the funny thing about this story is that your brother has a thing for Kay. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, my brother has a thing for every female we hang out your with. Your brother is also the sweetest guy in the world. And girls mm. need to... To be I'm able sure he'll to, never listen to this, so I could say that. <laughs> he he needs to understand the fact he, even that... Even though he actually knows, he's one of the few to know. He does know, <laughs> because he's actually asked us about some of his prospects if we fuck them. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so uh, the, the night's winding down. My brother's like, all right, I'm going to head out. Yes. So I go, no problem, dude. Let me walk you out. We go in the house. We take one more shot. He lives right around the corner. Yes. Um... So he's good. He's mm-hmm. going to walk home. And I walk him to the front door. I say my goodbyes. He heads out the front door. He's going to go walk around the corner. He's good. He's going to call me when he gets home. I start to make my way back to the backyard. I get myself another drink. Because even if everybody left, me and you, we're going to keep drinking. Because that's what we like to do. Yeah. I make my way outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what do I walk into? Might have been making out with her. <laughs> making out with Kay. But like hardcore making out, guys. Like we're talking like she was grabbing my hair. I'm grabbing her hair. We're kind of like that rubbing our upper half of our body. So we're leaning into each other from our, our chairs around the bonfire up against each other. We are hardcore making out. Tonguing each other to the point where I don't even think you moved. You stood there watching. I, I stood at the back door. I didn't even go down the steps yet. To, to enter the backyard area, the back patio area. And I'm, I'm just like, oh, fuck. And all right, that's, that's great. I Meanwhile. Do fi- I do finally get up to walk over 
Oh, yeah. Well, meanwhile, what are you going to do with me Well, while you were walking your brother out and getting your drink and saying your goodbyes, because you know how you and your brother talk before you uh, leave. Yeah, we can talk for 20 minutes You guys minutes taking a shot. She go, he leaves. I may or may not have confessed to Kay about our swinging lifestyle. Yes, this is when she found out. And I apparently, during that confession, also told her, well, I find it really hot if you just make out my husband as well. So, as I walk over, not knowing this. Yes. They stop kissing. The wife sits down, and I'm standing next to Kay, and she turns and just starts making out with my husband. Attacks, and the I hot... would say. She kind of attacked. Like she literally got up out of her chair. She was kind of straddling you a little bit, and and because she was leaning down on you, because you're sitting down and straddling you, and she just started making out with you hard fucking core. And you were, like, looking, like, wait a minute, because we normally we discuss things ahead of time, and you're like, yeah, this I, was not discussed. I don't know I, what to do. I will <laughs> say, me and her joked about it before. Yes. I didn't think anything of it because she is a good friend of ours, and a lot of our rules do revolve around friends. Yes. Uh, not involving them in that way. It's okay if they know, but we don't want to put them in awkward situations. Right. However, Kay was special. We, Kay was Kay, special. Kay was different. Um, and Kay, before this, guys, would make out with me in the bathroom of one of our favorite dive bars. Yes. She would up on take you. buttery nipple shots out of my boobs, my cleavage. I, I mean, I've, I've bumped into her on the dance floor, and she would grind up on me. Mm-hmm. So... She was special in a way that we felt like, hey, maybe one day. <laughs> right. and But we never, we, it was kind of like that fantasy land, you know? Well, fantasy land became reality very quickly in a sense that she's making out with you and she looks at, she, she gets on making out with you and she looks at both of us and she goes, I can see where this is leading. Are we going to the bedroom or not? <laughs> yeah. And I said, all three of us. And she was like, of course, all three of us. So... And I'm like, okay. So the wife gets up, looks at me, gives me kind of like the, we're doing this. You know how it goes. You know the, you know the you deal. You know the deal. And I know I have a couple things to do real quick before we head to the bedroom. No. So the wife looks at me and goes, don't worry. Grabs her hand, walks her up to the bedroom. Me, I'm putting anything away in the fridge that I can. Because, yes. you know, I, listen, we like to wake up to a semi-clean house. Well, we also spend so much money on food, and we didn't want to waste that. Because you knew once you were going upstairs, so I, we were not coming back down. I let her walk her up, and I'm just chucking things in the fridge, chucking things in the trash can, because I know where I'm headed. <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm like, all right, let me go upstairs. I walk upstairs, I walk in the bedroom. Yet again, they're in the bed, making out. <laughs> Naked. Naked. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, we literally undressed each other. Like, it was very sensual, and I wish you were there to witness it, because before we got into bed, we're standing there, I shut the door, and she literally grabs me by my hands and kind of pushes me up against the wall and puts my hands above my head, and she's, like, kissing on my neck. She's kissing on me, and she's like, I think you and your husband are so sexy. I want to do this. And I was like, whoa, normally I have to, like, approach this with caution because I don't know if a girl's into threesome with a married couple. This girl's all like, we're doing this and taking charge. So we both undressed each other. Like, I took off her shirt. She took off mine. She undid my bra with, like, one hand. I was very impressed with that because that's one thing I've always wanted to do, but I can never fucking master that, okay? So I'm still working on it. 
And she, we just started kissing and sucking on each other's nipples. And, you know, we take each other's pants off. But we both have our panties on. So we get into the bed and we're making out. And then we're literally bodies up against each other full making out when you walk in through the door. Which is not a bad thing. I mean, at that point, I'm a happy, lucky man. I think you were a little bit taken aback by how fast we got naked and in the bed. I shouldn't have been surprised because I just (laughs) felt how fast it was moving to begin with. So you come in and you kind of take off your shirt and your and your your pants and your boxers and you kind of climb into bed and she kind of does like that with her finger like to come here and she gets up on her knees and she's making out with you and but while she's made it's like she's done this before though she was very coordinated a little bit which was very surprising with what happened towards the end when we get to it yes. but plus very take charge she was very take charge so. All of a sudden, I'm kind of laying there, and she goes, wait, I can't forget about you. She climbs on top of me, slides all the way down me, and starts going down on me. I mean, I probably, I've, I've oh my God. See, I'm getting wet thinking about this right now. But, but she licked my clit with such, like, softness, but fastness and caressness that, like, it was rough, but not rough, if that makes sense. Like, it was perfect. And she was just caressing the shit out of my clit and had, like, her hand, like, on my stomach, like, kind of a little bit clawing at it a little bit. And you were kind of kissing on me and my boobs. And I was like, holy shit, I'm getting worshipped right now. And you're sucking on my nipples. It was fucking hot. Um, So she kind of comes back up. And I know that it's now my turn. So I kind of roll her around onto her back you are making out with her and you are just grabbing her titties into your hands and you are sucking on her nipples and I go down and probably the best looking like pussy and clip that I've ever seen before in my life and I just went down on her and she came so fucking fast and she came inside my mouth that I literally felt like I had to slurp because it was coming so it was like a chugging thing I had to chug. <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I built you up with all those years of uh, making you chug some beer you do you taught me well uh, with, so. some pink, with some beer pong so uh, you, you're good to go now yeah so then comes a time where it's it's ready for her to like get fucked by you and you fuck her on her back at first and I'm no, kissing I, on her I bent her over first oh did you yep oh, okay. I, bent, I bent her over first you were in front of her you guys were making out you were rubbing on her tits. Oh yeah. Um, and I fucked her for like that. For, I fucked her like that for a little bit, and then she was like, "Roll me on my back." Yes. So, um, unfortunately for Kay, doggy style was very uncomfortable for her, due to some health issues that we weren't aware of ahead of time. It was a little bit uncomfortable for her, but she didn't express it, it until well, yeah, until it, you started it, and doing it. And it didn't tear her because she's no. like, "Listen." Roll me on my back. I'm like, okay. So we flip her on her back. Yes. Legs up in the air. <laughs> yes. Fucking her. You're right by her head. So we're making out. You and me are making yes. out, which was I was very impressed because you're you're fucking her hard. So I'm kind of having to so, go with your movement to stay with you, so we don't knock each other in the head. So we're make we're we're making out while I'm pounding into her on top, <laughs> and it's going well. <laughs> it is going well, and then. I don't know what happened. I think the shots we all took and the alcohol from drinking, we all, like even she said, 
I remember her saying, the room is spinning. And I remember going, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to be sick. But I didn't get sick, but I felt it. Literally, we all just stopped. And that was it. Next thing I know, everybody rolled over and we all passed out. We all passed out, but it was fucking hot because I was on the end. She was in the middle. You were on the end. Yeah, we were, she cuddled, she cuddled me, and you cuddled her. We were kind of train cuddling. We were train cuddling, and we literally slept like that for three hours because I had to get up for work, and she had to get up for work. Yep. I basically, we, we you know, not the, obviously nobody cares about hearing this part, but we all cuddled, and we woke up in a few hours. I walked her out. I gave her a kiss goodbye. And then I woke you up, and you, we, I kissed you goodbye. You went to work, and the day was over. So you got to kiss two I, women goodbye for <laughs> for work. So, but and but I went I'm, back to bed. But, but it was a very intense sexual experience. Yeah, well, it was hot. She came, I came. I think you were the only one that didn't come. I didn't I'm come. Sorry, honey. But but I, I think still... it was because it was such a long day and everything like that. But it was probably it was for something where you didn't come. It was so hot, and there was no negative uh, negative experience to it. So cake. Kay is so moving forward. Kay had always been a big part of our life. She came to all of our all the kids' birthday parties. We always continued to hang out with each other. Me and her would always make out in the bathroom, and she'd be like, "Remember how we did more than this on Memorial Day?" So she was very coherent in what she was doing. It's just the fact that we had literally taken what like two or three shots before your brother had left that day, and and I think it just all started to kick in. So I, I will say we plan a lot out. Uh, like we know when we're taking a, a another girl out, mm-hmm. or we know if you're meeting up with a guy, that we know something could happen. Yes, this was very spontaneous. It was, which made it a whole lot hotter, and made it a whole lot more satisfying, even without me coming. Yeah, because we were not expecting this shit. So, um, so Kay comes out with us for St. Patty's Day, and Kay is normal. Kay. First, she signed my shirt on my boobs, and or or actually, she signed it like on my shoulder, which was surprising. And then everyone, oh my god, the male bartender that they have signed, you know, that Ralph was here right in the middle of my titties. All the guys are signing my titties. I met a cop there, got his number. So I she's mean, walking around, so was getting she, people to sign her shirt. Everybody, should, everybody signed the boobs. Well, Kay cannot be outdone. We love Kay. Kay is fun. So Kay pulls her shirt down yes. and signs her vagina. <laughs> she does, and she says, this is mine. So <laughs> yes. obviously Kay remembers our experience until he wants it again. So we, we're, we're drinking, we're having fun with Kay. Well, Kay, we, we decide that we're going to come back home for a little bit because we had to go to the bar for karaoke at like 10 o'clock at night, and we need to slow down. Plus, yeah. Kay had to leave for a little bit. Yes, and Kay hasn't been out for karaoke in a while. Right. So, so we said, Kay, we love you. Come for karaoke. Come out again. Come right. have fun. We'll be there. Right. So Kay goes out to karaoke and I pass out for what? 20 minutes on our bed? Which you Snapchatted. And Thank it, you. Anybody that uh, is on my Snapchat, which probably not many of you people, but <laughs> would see that she was like knocked out on the bed, shirt on, hair still on, green all over her. <laughs> And I looked at her, I woke her up, I said, babe, we got to go in like an hour. She's like, just give me like two more. <laughs> <laughs> so finally I kind of refreshed. I, I did drag her out of bed though. I didn't need that though, because that gave me, I was, I was refreshed and ready to go again. So we get to karaoke and Kay is already there and Kay is looking, drunk, but looking hot. Looking hot. 
and her old self. Her, and her tits are out in a good way, yep. not in an illegal way. And she's we're thinking, holy shit, this could be another night. Unfortunately, it wasn't another night because Kay had to get up for work the next day, but super early at like 5.30 a.m. But it was the old good old days. Me and her made out in the bathroom again. Uh, she was on my Snapchat. So my Snapchat child followers uh, saw us, me and her making out. And we were grinding on each other. But the point that we're bringing up here is the fact that Kay said to me, I cannot wait. To have another night with you and your husband like we had because I'm in need of some good dick like I had from your husband. That's not a bad thing. I know. And so I was like, okay. Like, I know he, I know my tongue was good and all, but yes, my husband's dick is, is pretty okay. So, <laughs> Kay, Kay was an experience of a lifetime for us in a sense that it was so spontaneous and it was actually a really close friend of ours. So, there was comfort and connection. Um, obviously, we love Kay. Yes. Kay is wonderful. Hopefully Kay comes around a little bit more. Well, Kay is. I mean, me and her were supposed to get our nails done, and I totally forgot. And I had this vision of having, like, this whole lesbian experience in the car with her and telling you about it. I would not be opposed <laughs> to that. But I totally forgot about our nail but, appointment together. But, so. we, but we definitely love Kay, and hopefully Kay will uh, be joining us for some more podcasts to talk about in the future. Well, she, she knows. So at St. Pius Day, I confessed to her. I told her about our podcast. And I told her about, you know, my cam and everything. And I told her my Snapchat is mostly our viewers. Yeah, and, and she happily and got on that with you. And she happily was Stick on it. Stick her tongue out on your I mean, she, your used to work, she used to dance. She was a stripper. So Well, we just found that out. Yeah. I think because me, <laughs> me kind of breaking down the wall and telling her, hey, I'm technically in the sex industry. Opened um, her up. Legally. Legally in the sex Opened industry. Opened her up even more. Exactly. So, um, hopefully we have more experience with Kay and we bring Kay on because we actually have a couple um, interviews lined up that we're going to try to do um, for you guys of interviewing other people in the industry and other people's opinions. So And we're always like we're open do. to interviewing people that have an interest yes, or have experience. Absolutely. Um, but let's move on to the next topic. We're going to talk about your little locker room experience you we had are, the other day. Except I want to bring up something big. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, big? Should I be concerned? Not big like that, but do I want to discuss a controversial do terminology. I need, do I need a shot for this? I thought you brought up the fireball. I would have uh, wished, though. But I'm sorry. I, I, got, I got distracted <laughs> by the dog. I want to bring up the term gangbang because honey how many times do i get asked if i'm into a gangbang or or did i get a gangbang when we go to our sex club things or our swinger club or swinger things okay so my wife will rant on this for hours i'm going to be directing it right to the point (laughs) obviously we've talked about it the wife is a cam girl in the adult entertainment industry yes wonderful obviously when you do that job you're going to get many requests. Of course. You're going to get all kinds of requests. I happily go into the room and mod for her. I am one of her moderators. I delete the assholes. I talk to people that Ugh, maybe yes. she... Listen. The assholes that say I need Jesus. She's got <laughs> hundreds, of th- hundreds of people, sometimes thousands of people in her room. She doesn't see all everybody's question. I happily answer questions for her. Anything like that. Well, we've come down to a term in life. I'd say... As open as I am, 
It is the only terminology or thing other than obviously illegal shit. You know, like today we had that whole like daddy mommy issue today with that dude. And And I was like, no, that's too weird. I would say 20% (laughs) of the people, for whatever reason... Always ask you if you're into a gangbang. They ask me if I'm into a gangbang or when they ask about my experiences and I talk about them on my camming, they automatically assume that because we had we, we either attended or, ha- or had a swingers party that I got gangbanged. Guys, I want you to break down. I'm going to be short on this because I promise you I would be. <laughs> I want you to break down that word. Gang. Bang. Yes. If you look up the meaning of the word it's gang very bang, derogatory, to be honest. It is derogatory because it is literally an initiation that gang members used to have to do where they would literally kidnap or take I, a woman, rape her, and very, they each would rape her. It's very derogatory in the terms of raping someone, and it's not the best term. And we're not even Listen, talking the role-playing don't rape, get me okay? Wrong. The, <laughs> when you say the word, the thought is hot. But the meaning behind it is horrible. So we decided, let's change the word. Yes, to moresome. The the wife likes moresome. Yes, am I into moresomes? <laughs> <laughs> Which basically means more than one guy. And when <laughs> and as soon as someone asks her that in the chat, I know what's coming. <laughs> so I personally quickly type, she does not like that word. Wait, She's... give me more credit. <laughs> I have learned not to because I've lost some viewers when I go on my rant. So I stopped it because... No, you don't rant. But I know what you're going to say. So yes. I added my terminology. I used I, to rant, though. I came up with my own slang <laughs> I used for to rant. it. You did used to rant. So as soon as I see it typed in the chat, I quickly jump in and cut them off and say... She doesn't like the word gangbang. She prefers all male orgy plus her. <laughs> so, guys, if you're asking if I'm into more than one male, possibly three or four at a time, the answer is yes, she, I'm into more some. She has three holes in two hands. You could fit five, but she doesn't like the word. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> Just offering up my holes all at once. Okay, yeah, that's good. Five would be hot. <laughs> I mean, it would be. You know, you're just like this. I know everybody can't see I that. I think I could do that actually. The only thing that would that I think would like I the sucking at the same time because you want me to well, jerk. You know and what? Suck As they're and... thrusting, this part should all be taken care of. Well, that is true. I would be on. Uh, you know what? I could I could ride maybe a guy. We'll cut out the ass. No, so you could do four. No, I could ride the guy with double penetration. So the so another dude is in my ass. So I'm leaning forward. So All we're right. not doing a straight up ride. We're doing a leaning forward so, where so the guy I'm almost behind, on top of him. So the guy, the guy behind, behind me, is, me is, in is in the ass. I'm okay. on top of the guy. Basically There's the guy a of a giant dude in front of me. And then I'm going to use the two penises in my hand to hold me up. While I'm leaning forward, and I'm just gonna push back and so forth. So basically, like this. the guy in your vagina is shit out of luck. He just gets the enjoyment of being in your vagina because you're gonna be sitting there as a guy in the ass thrust you forward constantly. Well, he's gonna thrust me forward, which will thrust the nah, penis forward in there. Nah, yeah, he might not nah. be getting the best of the deal here, but I'm trying. Okay, hey, I would want it. I would want a gold medal for effort on that <laughs> he's shit. He's in your vagina. That's all he should be happy about. This, I mean, we should try that. That's we're putting it on the sex bucket list. So yes. So now. Nope. Anti-gangbang. Anti-gangbang, guys. Don't ask me if I'm in a gangbang. More some. More some. Or. All male orgy. All male orgy. Orgy. I'm sorry. All male orgy (laughs) plus the female. Plus me. Plus Plus her right now. But for anybody, (laughs) plus the female. So, yes. Hubby was going to go into. Can I I, I bring up something real quick? I'm sorry. 
I want to interrupt. It's a free podcast. (laughs) If I'm in the bed and there's four women, they don't call it a gangbang. Why? I'm telling you this because the gangbang was... People associate it with the fact that the the it, I think they also associate with the guys run train where they get the fucker run train and then is okay dude. of a comment. I've heard gang, about that comment because for years. gangbang was associated and I Wikipedia this shit and I cross referenced it and, with other reliable resources. It came it comes down to if you really I mean I'm not gonna get because I don't I mean gangs don't come after me i'm just saying that that was that's part of a lot of initiations okay i i really i understand that and i just brought it up because i want to make a point how is that that that's horrible that me as a male could have five women and we don't use such a derogatory term towards it. They would probably just say, oh, you're a lucky fucking bastard. Yeah, they that, call you the fucking man. And they yes. have five of buy you a beer and a it, shot. Exactly. But when it's a woman, she's getting gangbang. Horrible. I know. Let's cut the word out. We're going with morsum or all-male orgy plus the female. All-female orgy plus the lucky male. We're going to leave it at that. Exactly. But getting back to what I brought up before you interrupted me, because I knew you were very excited to talk about that topic and I'm get sorry, it out there. Because I just wanted because it to stop. Because we are all about changing the way people think. We are. Let's discuss Guys, your gym locker room experience. Stop using the fucking word yeah. gangbang. Gym locker room experience. Okay, yes. So, oh, hubby, hubby actually had a meeting with a client. Um, oh God, it was sometime last week. I ended up going to the gym on myself because you were going to be gone for about six or seven hours. And I, um, I knew cause you had to go up to North Jersey for one. So that was like an hour and a half drive alone. And I was, I, I was going to have to get the kids and everything like that off the bus. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I, we are literally into spring weather. So this cough should be stopping with the back and forthness. So, um, I went to the gym by myself. Because I wasn't going to... We always go to the gym together, for the most part. Because we motivate each other. I'd say, like, 90% of the time we do go to the gym together. We have... The beauty of our life is we have such a... Flexible Make your own schedule type of scenario Uh that we are able to plan things accordingly. And we like to check out people at the gym together. You definitely notice when I check out women and when I check out guys. Especially that older gentleman that is definitely, like... He's definitely a DILF. I know he's a DILF. You definitely noticed the other day when I checked out the girl on the right of us. I thought you broke your fucking neck looking at her (laughs) and you were going to fall off the treadmill. (laughs) But she was hot, so it was worth it. But so I had gone to the gym by myself um, and was working out. I actually ran into a friend of ours at the gym. Yes, I was. (laughs) A friend that I will say, very good friend of ours, we ran into him multiple times. In the most obscure places. So her running into him at our gym, which is a good 20 minutes from where he lives. Very, very acceptable. Um, exactly. So, he, um, basically, <laughs> we ran into, ran into him. He talked to me for a little bit. And then Jay walked in, because that's what I'm going to call her. And Jay is this super, super hot, fiery redhead. I mean... I, I would say... Um, you know Jay. We have plenty of... Uh, plenty of our experiences have been with women of different shapes, sizes. She has that perfect curvy look. Yes. Big ass. Nice ass. Yes. In a, in a big way. Curvy way. Nice tits. Super and, fit. 
super fit, and her red hair just she stands out because of it. And she wears a full full set of makeup when she's at the gym, which I admire because I try to do that because I'm I'm Snapchatting to people, but. I always have to put my sunglasses on because my my makeup runs and I'm not a big makeup person to gym because I am I have a goal set for the summer and for the end of the year and I go hard at the gym and I sweat like a motherfucker at the gym because and my trainer pushes me. Well, I had been working out with our trainer and uh it was only a, a short session, so I had went on to do the cardio. And literally after our friend walked away and was like, Oh hey, if anybody ever needs any proof that you're here, I saw you running your ass off. Thanks. Well, she walks in. Jay walks in. I And I will... Listen, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy <laughs> my Southern Comfort. And I'm going to listen to her because I wasn't there. <laughs> you weren't there because... Well, you also know Jay, though. Because Jay... We've all had conversations. We first met Jay when we first started going to the gym. And this was a couple months ago. And I I was an athlete in high school. And, of course, you know... Times change. I didn't really get to, you know, play soccer or anything like that afterwards. So, um, or basketball. And, you know, I was getting myself back into shape and I would get frustrated. And she's, she's a regular. Jay always goes to the gym and she would see me trying to run. And I, I also have asthma. Um, so I would sometimes forget to take my inhale beforehand and I would get frustrated. And remember the first time she came up to us and she was like, you are pushing yourself so hard. You need to be proud of that. And very random, you know? And she was like, and I love watching your tits bounce on the treadmill. Which most people do. <laughs> but remember, it was like very shocking of how like outright she was. I was like, oh my God, thank you. So every time we saw her at the gym, she would literally come to the treadmill right, right next to us. Or we would go to the treadmill right next to her. And we would kind of chit chat and then we work out on some weights together that's when we would run into her so what we would do is um go i would i was trying to pinpoint when she was there because she kind of became a little bit of like a secret obsession with her but what what chris and i tend to do is we go to um the hot tub afterwards um a lot of times and you know, relax our muscles. Our gym has an entire spa. It's a pool. It has a steam room. It has a hot tub. So we would go to the hot tub no, it's after just, our workout. It has all accommodations it for, and it's fantastic. Yeah, we would sit in it for a little bit, especially with Chris with his knees. Um, and it would just help with everything because we're big runners. We run on the treadmill. We run for like three, four miles a day. Um, I know that's probably not a lot to some of you guys, but trust me, that's a lot from where we came from. So, um, plus we go hard on like the stair, stair thing that we do, which holy shit, we climb like, it's like 27 floors a day. Yeah, I, just call it the Statue of Liberty because we're climbing. Yeah, we're climbing the Statue of Liberty every day, like two times a day. But, um, so I went to the gym and Jay, Jay and I run into each other at the locker room. The one time she let us put our, my stuff in her locker because... I had forgotten our lock, our removable lock, and I didn't want to carry around our bag. And she's like, oh, just use my locker with me. Um, So that day I was on the treadmill and she came on and she's like, oh, where's your husband? I was like, oh, you know, he's with a client. I'm here by myself. And we, you know me, I don't really like to talk while I'm working out because of my asthma and breathing and things. So me and her literally chit-chat the entire fucking time. Um, So she was like, well, here, I'll be your workout buddy. She followed me with my weight. She taught me some new shit. And I went to go into the locker room to get my stuff and to get changed. 
and she basically came over and she's like, oh, are you showering? And I'm like, yeah, um, I'm going to shower real fast. Um, and that way when I get home, I can just do my hair and makeup and yada, yada, yada. Um, so I go into the shower and I'm in my shower and she's in like, like there's one next to us that no one's in, but she went into the other one, the other one. So I'm showering everything like that. And the next thing I know, I, I felt like a presence behind me and she peeked, she was peeking through the curtain and it kind of took me by surprise. I was like, Oh, and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And she kind of came in. She's like, my shower is not really working that well. <laughs> and I was like, so naive. I'm like, Oh, okay. And she's like, do you mind if I like shower with you? Now, mind you, I am butt ass naked with just sandals on because obviously we're sandals when you're in the, the gym I, shower. I, I will say I heard part of the story. But I'm hearing other parts with you. So we're learning this together. <laughs> okay, well. I, I heard the abbreviated short version of it. Yes. So I'm hearing new parts of it as we go because she's going to go into detail. Yes. So. So it was like pitch perfect. We're kind of chit-chatting with each other and we're kind of like one's going on the shower and one's going to the other. And now mind you, these curtains go from where the top of the um, shower is all the way to the bottom. So no one else can see if there's another person in there. But we are chatty, so someone will know that there's two people in there. But you never know if someone's in the, maybe their bathing suit because you have to rinse off before you go into the pool or the hot tub. Yes, yeah, because you're in the shower doesn't mean you're naked. Right. And this was also during the day. The, the, the gym was not as crowded because obviously people have jobs and I have my own schedule. <laughs> so um, all of a sudden... Jay is looking at me and she's like, you have the most amazing tits in my entire life that I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, can I touch them? And I was like, of course you can touch them. And so she kind of touches them, but she doesn't touch them. Like I've touched other girls' boobs, like to feel them when they look nice or they feel them and they, you're like, oh, they're fake. And they're like, oh, no, they're real. She's like groping and caressing my titties. And I kind of let out a little bit of a moan because I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh. And she was like, oh, do you like that? And I don't know what came over to me. And I was like, well, of course. I was like, my husband and I are swingers. I'm I'm into everything. And she was like, swingers, right? And she was like, so does that mean you only play with your husband? And anybody that uses the word play, I'm automatically like, this person's kinky. Because it's playtime, you know? And I was like, well, no, we don't always play together. And I was like, oh, well, he sometimes has a girl friend that he's play, he plays with. I occasionally have guys. And she's like, well, what about you and just a girl? And I said, you know what? I've never, it's never been just me and a girl. It's other. It's been like threesomes, you know? And she literally kind of like walks me up against the, 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 the stall side of the shower. And she's like, have you ever been with just a girl? And is that okay? And I was like, of course it's fucking okay. And no, I haven't been. And she was like, well, she was like, I think you're absolutely sexy. I think your motivation, the way that you work out is fucking sexy. And she's like, and I haven't had sex in so long. I just want to fuck you. And I literally was taken aback and was like, okay. So here we are. Shower's going. And she liked her shower hot, just like me, by the way, which you are not a fan of hot showers. No, I prefer mine uh, medium. So she literally starts making out with me 
and she is kissing on me and and sucking on my nipples and I am kind of getting lost in this like complete fantasy and I'm just thinking to myself I wish I had told my husband this was about to happen because I would love to see you read the text like hey I'm about to go shower with Jay (laughs) you know and all of a sudden she kneels down like squats down and spreads my pussy apart and she is just licking and fucking the shit out of my pussy with her tongue like I have not and I'm sorry honey I don't want to insult you but I've never had my pussy licked the way that this was licked and we've got the water falling on us I'm bracing up against the wall because I'm about to come and she kind of looks at me because I'm getting a little bit loud with like my little like breathing and everything and she's like you know, she did that whole, shh, you don't want us to get in trouble now, do you? Or I'm going to stop. And it was kind of hot because it was very, like, dominant. Yeah, it was basically her telling you to hush up. I know it feels amazing, but you have to be quiet so I can finish. Absolutely. So all of a sudden, you know, she she's licking on, you know, my clit and everything. And I orgasm and I had to literally hold everything in because I mean if I would have let it out I would have screamed and I could feel like it went through my toes all the way up and she was like she was moaning as she was doing it so you could tell that she was like into it and she kind of comes up and you know we're making out and I'm like well of course this girl just went down on me so I, you know, kind of start caressing her and kissing on her, on her neck and her titties. Mind you, my legs are quivering from this coming. Like it was so intense and I do the same thing that she did. I squat it down and I started licking the shit out of her clit. I mean, my nose, my face was all up in there. She started grinding her pussy up against my face. Like she was moving it back and forth that I literally just left my tongue out there and she was grinding back and forth, back and forth, back and forth onto it. Jay, sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this was probably the hottest experience I've had at the gym, obviously. And, you know... We can hear people kind of walking back and forth, so occasionally we'd have to, like, be quiet. Um, But then all of a sudden, you know, we're kind of... it's Oh, it's fine. It's just the dogs that are, that are, that are moaning, so. So, you know, I'm making her feel fucking fantastic. She comes, and she literally is, like... I mean, she's a tiny girl. I mean, she was, like... Phew, clenching her her thighs against my face that I think that was also part of her trying to stay quiet and it's like we're in the shower and we both made each other come but we're not done yet and it literally I just turn around and you know I'm like all right I don't know what else to do because at this point if this was something where we were in our bed we'd be grinding on each other we would be doing other stuff we'd be using vibrators on each other but we're in a shower on something I'm not prepared to do so she basically I feel her kind of like put her hand on my back and she tells me to bend over and put my hands against the wall so I bend over I'm like well this girl obviously doesn't have a penis and she literally finger fucks me from behind and she's sticking her fingers and she's fucking the shit out of me she wraps her other hand around me and she's playing with my clit and 
it is just so erotic that I fucking come probably within like two or three minutes of that. Like I couldn't even hold that in if I wanted to try. And you know, I come and me and her start making out and it's like, you can hear more people coming into the gym, um, in, into the locker room that we're like, all right, we have to like stop this now because more people are in here. We're going to get caught. Um, so we end up finishing showering. You know, I kind of washed her off. If you know what I mean, rubbing the soap on her and washed her body and she, oh, washed, I heard. <laughs> and she washed me off. Um, with the soap and we rinsed and I exited the shower first and then she came out and she basically exchanged numbers with me and she did tell me that she was going to be on and off at the gym because she had a hectic schedule, but she hoped that we could do this again. Um, and possibly not the gym. So we've been texting back and forth every day. So that's a good thing, but it was the hottest thing and I I got I left the gym I was a little bit paranoid too like did anybody see did anybody hear what's going on you know because you don't want I don't want to get kicked out of that gym I love that fucking gym and I get in the car and what's the text I send you babe you basically sent me a text saying that you just fucked some girl in the locker yep yep you were like (laughs) babe I hope this doesn't interrupt your meeting but I definitely just fucked Jay in the locker room because we normally are a couple that communicates about everything, but we are very open, and I knew that you would approve. <laughs> I would not ever not approve. Exactly. So, I mean, it was fucking hot. I came. She fingered me. She licked me. I mean, it was fucking fantastic. So, I, can't, I mean, now I just got to find a guy that can also do that. That's not you. Because it seems we keep running into all these girls lately. So, we need to get, we need to get these not, these, these non, non, or not non, but these guys that, you know, are into and acceptable of our lifestyle that can come over and just fuck the shit out of me while you're not here. Well, you know, time to look for that male. <laughs> the male unicorn. The male unicorn. The one that is not emotional. Doesn't want a connection in a sense of love. And non-stalker. And non-stalkerish. Yeah. That is cute and has a big penis. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to wrap this up because we are actually getting ready to record another podcast um, for a couple other experiences that we have to divulge, um, which will be released the next week. But um, as always, guys, make sure you email us at uh, swingingalong69 at gmail.com. You can also follow follow us on Twitter. At Swinging Along 69. Uh, you can follow the wife on Twitter at Double Life Wife 1 on Twitter. Yep. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, guys, <laughs> we look forward to hearing you guys, uh, you know, send us some, some emails, uh, questions, any, I mean, even sexual questions. What type of position do I like? Hell, even if you have an application for wanting to be, uh, you know, my bull, <laughs> I am always accepting yeah, applications. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking, we, <laughs> we are always looking for bulls, unicorns, or just fun people. Exactly. Um, so, as always, guys, we hope you guys, you know, have a safe time. And uh, we'll see you guys till next time. Bye, my horny little devils. Have a great one.